Blog Talk Radio. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Bye-bye. Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. unscrupulous and unexpected it's time for another summer of big brother hello 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 and welcome to the one and only big brother after show as far as i know we're the only big brother after show that actually does the show after the big brother uh episode we discuss it live on the air and we talk about what's been going on of course, you know, I told you guys last week um, that we're going to have some announcements that were going to come down, um, or I thought there might be, because, you know, with Big Brother slowing down at this point, um, we're going to a situation where, you know, the episodes are changing from Sunday to Tuesday to Wednesday instead of Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. So, or, or I guess Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday, sorry, my mind's messed up. So the new show, or the new show lineup, will go from Wednesdays only. I know I hear everybody very upset about that. But in reality, it does make a little bit of sense. I mean, you know, Thursdays typically, when when the show is going hot and heavy, and we've got a lot of action. Um, we do tend to be able to carry two nights. I mean, we're able to do Sunday because there's so much going in the house and so much game discussion, or usually, let me get crazy here, usually there's a lot of game discussion that's going on in the house in the early part of the season. There's so many people. There's so many alliances. There's a lot of people talking about this and talking about doing that, and, and a lot goes on in the live feeds in between. And so Sunday is a great show because, and, and next year if we come back, it'll well, we'll do a Sunday, Thursday again, but uh, as time slows down, as the show slows down, as the show gets down to a smaller group of people, as things get a little bit more direct and you're not dealing with so many sub-alliances, you're not dealing with so many things that are going on, it does make sense to tend to cut back and just do the live eviction show. So I'm not upset with it, and I think it's actually a really good move at the people who kind of put the show together uh, for you. I think it's a good move. Um, I'm definitely, you know, the opinion was to me, look, I would do Sunday or Wednesday. It doesn't matter. Um, but, you know, the powers that be and the people that put the thing together, just there's no reason. Just felt like, you know, Wednesday would be a better day just to go solid Wednesday uh, and just do one show a week now that we're getting to the finale uh, because there will be more to talk about. And I think it's a great idea, too, because, like, even tonight, 
we have things to talk about. I mean, we got to talk about Frankie's HOH. We got to talk about the rewind. We've got to talk about Frankie's POV. We got to talk about Jeff and Jordan. We got to talk about Christine and Cody. I mean, there's things that we got to talk about, but on a large scale, you can't you can't disagree. I mean, there's not a lot to talk about right now that's not already kind of being put on the show, I guess. So when it comes down to Sunday, Sunday's usually that in-between time to talk about live feeds and what's going on and who they're talking about putting up. And as the show kind of begins to thin out and you get down to like five people, six people, it just doesn't, it, it doesn't work that way anymore, and the live evictions actually work out better. Um, so we're going to go just to Wednesday night. So mark that in your calendar. We're going to do Wednesday nights from here on out. Uh, we'll be doing right after the live eviction. We'll be on at 10 o'clock. Uh, discussing what happened in the new HOH. Um, so mark that in your calendar. We are going to make that small change. We've got to follow the show. We can't stay on Thursdays when there's no show on Thursday. So we're going to move up to Wednesday night at 10. We're going to keep it just one night a week. Um, and that's going to allow that Wednesday show to be really, really packed with a lot of good information uh, because it's going to be talking about a whole week's worth of stuff going on, whether it's live feed or whether it's going on on the show. So it, it, it just puts together a, a, a nice package. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to do Wednesday. If you have any problems with it, send me a message at, you know, the uh, Big Brother After Show Facebook page. I'll send it on to the people that, you know, handle that kind of stuff in the scheduling, and they will maybe change their minds. I mean, there are enough people that say something about it, uh, enough people that say they want to have a show on Sunday, we'll probably give you one. But for now, it looks like Wednesday is going to be the night. So starting we're going to do our show this Wednesday, of course, the live eviction, or the, actually the rewind. And then, you know, next week you won't see me again until, or you won't hear me again until Wednesday. So that's what we're going to do, folks. That's how it's going to be done. Uh, so, I, I, again, I, I support the move. I think it's a good one. Uh, you know, when we go do Big Brother Canada, and Big Brother Canada's in the air a little bit, we're going to get onto the show in a minute, but Big Brother Canada's in the air. But I think it, Big Brother Canada's going to be solid there's also discussion just for Big Brother Canada because there may not be as many listeners for Canada that we may just do a live eviction show for Canada. Um, but, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. You know, I don't know if, uh, how many people out there watched the Big Brother Canada. I, I, thought, I thought the season last year was great. Um, you know, if you like an in-between season between Big Brothers uh, and you don't like, maybe you don't like the U.K. where everybody, you know, where the public votes and all this stuff, which I'm – I'm trying to get used to it. I'll tell you, the biggest problem that I have with Big Brother UK and Big Brother Australia, um, and I'm a huge Big Brother fan. I'll watch it wherever as long as I can understand what they're saying. But the problem that I've always had with these seasons in, in other countries is that I, I, I'm not a big fan of the public voting, which people swear that it works out. I, I just don't see it. I mean, we saw Glass House in the U.S. last year when CB, or, or ABC, I think it was, tried to do Glass House, and it was awful. I mean, it was public voting. And to me, I mean, it just it leaves very much nothing to do in the House other than just, you know, try to get along and be likable. And to me, I don't know. I like a little devious strategy every once in a while. I like somebody backstabbing someone. So I'm not huge on the public vote that goes on in the U.K. and Australia. But I also know that, these, that they show theirs nightly. And when you sit down and you want to watch a season, let's say I want to go back and watch last year's uh, season or I think this year's, UK had already has already played, but let's say that I go back and I watch UK from this year. I mean, that's a lot of episodes. I mean, when you're talking about a daily regimen, um, that's difficult. I mean, it's difficult to nail down. It's difficult to sit down and have that kind of time because, quite frankly, I, 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 
I know it doesn't seem like it, but I live actually kind of a busy life. Um, I'm a vice president of a company. I've got a, a child. I've got another one on the way. You know, me and my wife are very active. We do a lot of things. I'm a huge sports fan. And i got a lot of friends. So it, it, it is, you know, you are living a life, and when you sit down and you want to watch these, it's very difficult to watch every episode that has happened in that season that is going on every day of the week in the U.K. So it's very hard for me to sit down. I have a, I have a friend on Reality Chat. It was formerly on Reality Chat. But he told me, he said, when this season's over, you've got to promise me that you're either going to watch U.K. or you're going to watch Big Brother Australia. And I made that promise. I am going to sit down. My wife is currently pregnant. We're going to go into our second trimester. I think we're starting it. So we're going to be down a lot, and as the winter comes along, we won't be out much. And we'll probably sit down and give it a try. Hey, if you got a Big Brother UK season that you think is great, send me a message. Post on the Big Brother After Show uh, page on Facebook. Let me know what you think your favorite UK uh, season was. I will take the ones that are the highest ones. I'll go and watch one of them. But I can't swear I'm going to make it through it all uh, because I just cannot. But on Canada, bringing me back around here to the point, Canada is just like U.S. I mean, you're going to get um, competitions. You're going to have people that are voting each other out. You're going to have power, power veto. They do some twisty twist stuff, too, but I think they do it a little bit more classy. I kind of like how they do it. Um, and Big Brother Season 2 was fantastic. Season 1 was okay. I'm not a big fan of Season 1. And Season 1, two people dominated really the entire season, and to me it got really boring. I know people thought season one was one of the greatest seasons ever of Big Brother everywhere, but that's, that's bull, okay? That's bull cocky. It, it is not one of the greatest seasons ever. It's a good season, but to me, I was very bored. Um, I like their casting. Canada does do very good on their casting, but I just did not find it to be that entertaining um, as far as, you know, Big Brother. Uh, season two last year was or actually this year because they do it in the beginning of the year was great. I really liked season two. They really did some tweaks, and they did a great job on season two. Uh, I liked the winner. I liked the final four. was really good. There's some people in Big Brother Canada season two this year that you really didn't think were going to be very good. I mean, when you saw them, you're like, uh, you know, they're not going to be good players. And they ended up being fantastic players. And what's so great about Canada is because it has the same layout as the U.S. version, you get to see people learning to play for the first time. And, I mean, I know that they watch the U.S. version. I know that they watch our version of it, and I think that's great. But I think that there's a huge part of that where they almost are so new to playing it that you're getting a lot of people. And I don't think they're big reality people. I don't know that they are quite as addicted to celebrity as we are in the U.S., and I don't mean that to offend anyone, but it's true. We're very addicted to celebrity. That's why when somebody says we should have a Big Brother celebrity or Celebrity Big Brother, I absolutely hate the idea because the moment you do Big Brother Celebrity, guess what? It's going to continue being Big Brother Celebrity from here on out because the ratings are going to be good because everybody wants to see celebrities, okay? So I'm dead set against it. But I just don't think Canada, as their culture, is so addicted to celebrities, uh, in my opinion. I mean, I'm sure that, they're, that they like celebrities like we do, but... I don't think it's on that level that we are, we're obsessed and we're watching reality shows about people that are has-beens. I mean, my God, we had a Cindy Lauper reality show at one time. God help us. So we're very addicted to this, and I don't think they are. And so I think when you get players in Canada, I just think that they're more genuine. I think they're more fresh. They're wet behind the ears. They're more 
trying to learn the game. They're more trying to execute the game. They're more in an effort to entertain in the game. Um, I think they treat it more like a game. And, and it's not so personal. And on the other end of it, um, it's like we still haven't seen Canada's version of Dr. Will. We haven't seen Canada's version of Dan Giesling. We haven't seen Canada's version of Rachel Riley. That's exciting to me. And they won't be the exact same kind of people, but they're going to be people that are really, really enjoyable. I think John last year uh, was, was a great version of maybe like Jeff. He won last year. He was a great guy. I really thought he was genuine. He, w- he had no really idea what he was doing in the game. He just was selected to play, um, and he wanted to play, and he played very well. He had great intuition. He trusted the right people. If you had saw him at the beginning of the season, you would have said, no way this guy wins. And he's able to pull it out. He made a great decision at the end of the game. Uh, there was a huge game move that saved him uh, and, and got him into the money. Um, so, it, to me, he was very relatable to, like, a Jeff, um, a Jeff Schroeder type, where he's very, very likable and very genuine and, and a very warm guy. And you cheered for him because he was one of the nice guys. He was one of the good guys. He could still play, and he won comps, and he was doing the things he needed to do, and he was making big decisions. And he was, con- he was contemplating everything in the game, as you would expect a good game player to do. Um, but you could tell he was wet behind the ears, and that's what was great about it, was seeing somebody who was not so over, oversaturated with rea- reality TV and trying to be a reality star. In fact, you haven't even heard about him since he's left the house. But um, I, think, I think that's what's exciting about Canada. And, and that's why I'm, I'm pushing you guys to maybe give it a shot. You can find it on YouTube. Typically, you've got to wait 24 hours after the episode airs before you can watch it. But if you haven't seen Season 2, it's on YouTube. Go back and watch it. You'll enjoy it. I think you'll really, really like Season 2 of Canada. So that brings me around to the point that I think that we're going to do the Canada show, but we're going to do it much like we're going to do for the remainder of the U.S. show, where we're going to do just the eviction nights, um, because in reality – Canada has an after show that's actually on air up there, and it's awful. The guys that they have doing the after show are absolutely terrible. They were from the first season. One guy's named Peter. The other guy's named Gary. They're awful. I mean, there's nothing I can say other than they are the worst after show people I've ever seen in my life. They're absolutely awful. So I think we can bring a little bit more to the table to these people in Canada, our friends, our neighbors up north, and extend that olive branch and say, look, let's watch Big Brother Canada together, let's talk about it together. So I'm going to try, as long as I can get it live, which I had to pull some shenanigans last year to get it live as it was going on, but as long as I can see it live, we're going to do an after show on the eviction night uh, for Canada, too. So I, that's, the, that's the word on the street, and I'm very excited about that. Now, I know I've got a call on the line, uh, so I want to go to that, but we do need to break down everything that's going on. Uh, so everything... That I want, you know, basically, we're going to go to just Wednesday nights. That's what all. That's what 14 minutes of talking meant. We're going to go to Wednesday nights at 10 o'clock. <clears throat> Those are the new eviction nights for Big Brother CBS. That's what we're going to follow. We're going to go Wednesdays. There is no more Sunday show. If you guys demand it, send a message. We'll get to it. If it, we get enough demand, I can push it on to the guys that, that put it together, and maybe they'll put a show back on Sunday night. But right now, we're just going to stick to Wednesday. So, um... Let's go to a commercial break, because it's about time for it. And I promise, no more rants when I get back. When we come back, we're going to talk about what's been going on the show. We're going to have Mr. California on to talk about it. And uh, we're going to – I don't think I'm going to have a Miss, uh, a miss uh, Chicago tonight. I'm really bummed out. 
I tell you what, this might be the first time we've ever been separated, and I don't know what's going on with her, but we'll see what's going on. Folks, stay tuned. When we come back, we're going to talk about tonight's episode. We're going to bring on Mr. California, break down a little bit of the episode with him, what he thinks. And, uh, hey, you're open to call, too, 917-889-7084. Right now, we've got several open spots. So if you want to give us a call, do it. We want to hear from you. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back to break down the episode tonight. Big Brother began as a social experiment. It's genius. It became a summer phenomenon. There's always a twist. There's always a turn. Strangers living in a house cut off from the outside world. One could go crazy. 90 microphones record their every word. You never know who's listening. 76 cameras watch their every move 24-7. And that's just the beginning. Because this summer, there'll be twist after twist and twist. Expect the unexpected. TV 10 hosts Big Brother. Season premiere, CBS Wednesday, June 25th. Hey, Thirst, can I try out a few Coke summer sound effects on you? Yes. Cool. You okay with this? And this? And what about this? Ha! Gotcha there, Thirst. That wasn't sound effects. That was a Coke. I'm no longer thirsty. You're so out of here. Coca-Cola. Open happiness. I know I got Mr. California on the line. We're going to go to you, Mr. California. Don't worry. Uh, we watched the episode tonight. Like I said, there's not a whole lot going on. I mean, you had the reset button, but we knew that. Um, and, and you know what? I kind of <laughs> I hated the reset button last week. I told you guys on Thursday, I, I really hated the reset button idea. But now that I've found out that Frankie has won, I, I'm, I'm excited about the reset button. I know that sounds awful. Because actually, like Frankie, look. Other than Frankie just being a huge douchebag, uh, I really like Frankie. I, I like his gameplay. I don't like him as a person. I'm one of the few people that can separate the person from the gameplay. Um, I, I thought Evil Dick was a complete asshole, but I liked his gameplay, and his gameplay of being a bully worked. So that was interesting to watch. So I can separate dislike and, and gameplay. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't put Andy out if he was on fire, um, but... I thought for the game last year that he had, I thought he played a fantastic game. I give him credit. So I, I can do that with Frankie. I can look at Frankie and I can say, you know what, I, can't, I, I don't like him as a person. I've heard some of the things he said. I've seen some of the things he's done on live feeds. Not real thrilled with it. Uh, I don't think he has a great character. But on the other end of it, when I look at his game, other than not keeping Zach, which I will always shun him for, I think that was a bad move. Not because they even like Zach. I mean, people tell you I don't even like Zach that much. I think Zach was a Dr. Will wannabe. But you never throw away your closest ally that early in the game. And I didn't like Zach. I didn't like Zach going home. Frankie got got me off his team kind of when he did that. But he's still playing well. I mean, the guy's still winning. Here we are with an HOH under Frankie's reign again. 
under one of the most important ones to do. He won a POV when he was going to go up in the live double eviction. He saved himself from going up. <sighs> Look, when's HOH and when's POV? If you haven't heard, spoiler of the night is Frankie's your POV winner, folks. That means he gets to keep nominations the same, and he is going to keep nominations the same from what I'm understanding. He will keep Victoria, and he will keep Cody. Now, what will he do from this point? I don't know if he's going to get rid of Cody, and I don't know if he's going to get rid of Victoria, but i got to be honest with you. I think he's probably going to get rid of Victoria. He doesn't want Victoria around anymore. He's tired of her being there. I don't know that Cody's a huge threat to him. Cody has did win you know, a couple of HOHs and whatnot, but... I think he wants to get rid of Victoria at the end of the day. I think, he's, I, think the, I think the House is going to vote to get rid of Cody. I think Derek and Caleb are going to look at this thing and say, you know what, Cody's kind of a problem for us. We need to get rid of him. I think it's a bad move for Derek because Derek now is really going to be playing against, it's like Miss Chicago told us, Derek's really going to be playing against Frankie and Caleb. Okay? So Frankie and Caleb are really going to be going against Derek and Victoria. And who do you want on your side? Sure as hell ain't Victoria, because they saw how awful she is. And I swear to God, if I have to hear her one more time tell me that she's still in this house and she's not leaving yet, because she's going to show everybody why she's still here, I'm going to stab my eyes out with a plastic spoon, because I am going nuts listening to her tell me that. Victoria Hunt, you're not good. You'll never be back. Nobody will ever talk talk about you after this season. You're just, you're nothing. I hate to be rude, but you're nothing. But I still think she's going to be somebody's final two. And I think Derek's going to want to keep her for final two. And I got news for you. I'm not so sure that Frankie and and, uh, Cody don't want to keep her for their final two either. She's a guaranteed second seat, folks. I hate to say it. I would be surprised if Victoria goes. I know Frankie wants to get rid of her. But I think Cody's going to be the guy that walks out the door. He's too much of a threat. You're down to the bottom. You need to get rid of threats, and I think Cody's going to be the one everybody looks at and says bye. Be curious to know what Derek does in that situation, but it is what it is. Um, other things that we have going on before I go to my callers, uh, you know, you know, I'm going to say, <laughs> you know what? Thank God Miss Chicago showed up. God, I love her. She, you, she's like, she's the most dependable person on the planet. But listen, when it comes to Jeff and Jordan, I'm, a, I'm not even going to say anything until she gets on the air because that's her situation. You don't find another fan of Jeff and Jordan that's that big as Miss Chicago. So we're going to leave the proposal. I know it was a big deal for her. It had to have been. And you know what? It, it, was, a, it was a neat deal. I think it went on too long. I'll say that before I talk to her about it. I think it went on too long. I mean, you know, that tells you that there's nothing going on in the house when you've got ten minutes of a proposal and music. Really kind of bored me to death. I changed it to the football game because that's just how I am. I'm a jerk like that. My wife was crying because she's pregnant and hormonal. But sweet, congratulations, Jeff and Jordan. It's a really neat fact that you guys were going to do that, and I think it was great to maybe make it come back around. But, God, I was bored to death. Uh, so I'm going to leave the big details with uh, Miss Chicago on that one. Um, and, you know, one thing I want to ask both callers, too, before I go to Mr. Uh, California is, you know, we had, you know, the, the Christine booze. We didn't talk about a lot of that last week. I'd like to kind of talk about that. You know, Cody, you know, Cody seemed really confused. <laughs> Poor guy seemed extremely confused on the situation, you know, and he's being kind of talked to like, hey, hey, and you know what? It took Frankie big balls to kind of confront it and say, look, you know, the situation is this. You know, you don't understand the booze, but really the booze 
are about your uncomfortable and awkward relationship with a married woman. And it really looked like Cody was really shocked by that. And, you know, and when Cody said, it's my gameplay, I believe it. I think that was completely Cody's gameplay. And Cody treated her the exact same way as he treated everybody else. Now, or every other woman. Um, you know, he was doing the same thing with Amber. He was doing, he was, I think he would have done the same thing with Brittany. I think he would have done it with Nicole. Victoria obviously grosses him out. <laughs> he won't have anything to do with her. Um, but, yeah, I think it was his gameplay. I believe Cody on that part of it. And I really would, and, I, and this is just man-to-man with Cody. I would like to see Cody publicly apologize to Tim and say, look, you know, that was my gameplay. If it went too far, I apologize. You're stuck in that house. You're flirting. You're cutting up. You're goofing around. There's, you know, your, your game is flirtation. That's what your game is. And when somebody takes the bait, you run with it. And I guess in this game, I really didn't realize that somebody else was getting hurt by it. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> From my part of it, look, man to man, I apologize. I shouldn't have done that. I should have realized it. And I hope you don't have ill feelings towards me over it. I hope we can squash that. And, you know, I can prove to you that I'm not somebody that would, that would ever want to mess up your marriage. I think Cody really needs to do that. I think it would be big for him. I think it would help him in the future to be a man and stand up and kind of do that. We'll see what Cody does at Finale Night. Finale Night's going to – I think Finale Night's going to be great. I'll tell you why. Because I can't wait for Derek to reveal to everybody that he's a cop. I can't wait for everybody to really give Frankie hell when he comes out. And I can't wait for maybe some of the Caleb lies to come out too. And I want Julie Chen to confront him about some of the lies he's told in the house to see what he says. So I'm really kind of looking forward to this finale night. Now, I looked forward to finale night last year, and I got a big goose egg. I was bored to death. And, you know, they're going to bring Dr. Will on. And I'm a Dr. Will fan. Dr. Will's a great player. But, you know, they're going to bring Dr. Will on. I thought, man, holy hell, Dr. Will's going to rip into these guys. And it was the most boring interview I've ever seen. So that didn't mean anything. Hopefully finale be good. But first things first, we've got to get going. We've got to get on the road. People want to finish their football game. So I'm going to go first to, and we did get Miss Chicago. I know we were worried about her before. She's on. So I, gotta, I had to kind of wait for us, and now we're going to be pushed back slightly. But I'm okay with it if you're okay with it. But the first guy I want to go to always is Mr. California. I want to get Mr. California's opinion on what's going on, how he feels about Frankie playing the game, how he feels about the POV, and what he thinks about the rewind button. Mr. California, how you doing, my friend, and welcome to the show. I'm doing good, Tim. How are you? Doing just fine, doing just fine. I want to thank you for calling in. And, uh, you know, you guys can message me, and, and uh, Mr. California sent me a message, and, and, you know, it was right when I was starting the show, so I apologize for not getting back to you. But I was happy to see your number up. I was about to respond, and I saw your number, and I knew you knew we were on. But uh, quickly, what do you think about the reset button? Uh, what do you think about this uh, situation with basically Frankie winning the POV and keeping nominations the same at Victoria and Cody, and do you think that he's going to be in trouble when the rewind starts and he has to be back? I mean, he could win HOH again, Mr. California. We know that, but two times in a row would be very unlikely. I mean, is he setting himself up for a bad situation, or do you think he made the best move? Um, well, first of all, I actually have somebody who wants to speak to you. She's my sister. I call her Miss California. <laughs> Miss California. Yeah. Are you there, Sam? Yeah. Hey, Miss California, how are you doing? I appreciate you listening in with your brother. Thanks. Yeah, I just wanted to give my opinion. Um, I'm, well, I tweet yeah. a lot on Twitter um, at I am Dandy about the show, about the people. And so my opinion on the, the reset button is I don't think it's a good twist. 
Um, I think the producers were trying to get Frankie to stay, and that's mm. the rumor that they were trying to get Frankie to stay because they knew everyone was going to target him, or they thought that you know if he didn't win that he'd be a target, and then he won. So all the people that hate Frankie, like you and me, are really excited because Frankie screwed, right? Frankie, right. this I didn't mean, help Frankie. There's no way it's going to help. I mean, you know, now he's shown his cards. In a way, it's a bad situation for somebody who's in his place. You're showing your cards. You're saying, Cody, Victoria, you're the most worthless of the house. I want to get rid of you. He can say respectfully all he wants, but we both know they're just dragging rocks in that group, and he wants to get rid of the two people. But now, you know, when this reset button, it's reset. And he knew, I have to say, I think he knew what was going to happen. He's going to be on the outside looking at I think it's going to be hard for him to win HOH again. Don't you think so? Yeah, and it was so funny because I was watching one of the Big Brother After Dark, and he was like, we had to push the button. Everyone, America would hate us if we didn't push the button. And America hates you, Frankie, so it doesn't really matter what you do. I don't, I don't think you have a loyal fan base anymore. That, that's so. right. That's right. Now, if he, Now, let me ask you this just out of curiosity. If there was no rewind button and you had Cody and Victoria sitting up there, when you, and I'm not saying our personal opinions, but if you're looking at it and you're looking at Derek and you're looking at and you're looking at Caleb, who do you think they would vote out if the if the noms stayed the same? Let's say Frankie wins again. Let's just say it. He puts up Caleb or he puts up Cody and Victoria again. He wins the POV again, whatever, and they stay up. What? Who do you think those two would send home? I mean, what do you think the best game plan would be for those guys? I think it's really rough because Derek's been playing everyone. He's kind of got everybody. You know, his, he's like the puppet master, so he could use Victoria or he could use Cody. He had a deal with Cody, so he's going to screw one of them over. If he sends Victoria home, okay, nobody's going to be really surprised about that, but her, she'll be really offended. I know she will, even though she knows it's coming. She's she a bit feels, She trusts Derek. We see this in the live feeds. For some reason, right. she trusts Derek. Everybody trusts Derek. I don't know if it's that cop thing or what it is, but I, I think that, I don't know. As far as uh, Caleb's game goes, I think that he'll vote up Victoria because he's been completely loyal, stupidly loyal the entire game. Um, he's just stuck with the detonators and with Bomb Squad, and he hasn't really – I don't feel like he's made any moves. He had so many opportunities to get Frankie out, to do X, Y, and Z, and I think it would have worked the times he had the opportunity, like last week or the last, a couple weeks ago. He could have yeah. gotten Frankie out. Uh, he, he almost feels like he, I, th- I have a feeling, and I think you're going to agree with me, but I have a feeling that Caleb's loyalty is going to be his downfall. This is what's going to cause him to lose the $500,000 because he is a good competitor, and whether or not he's – I think he's got some mental issues. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, he's a, well, he's obsessed with Amber. He won't let it go. You know, he is talking about all these lies. I mean, he's making up lie after lie after lie after lie. And I'm hoping that it's just some of his gameplay, but I'm a little worried. Like I said, he served in the military. Hopefully something didn't happen in the military to cause him to be that way. But, I mean, these lies are extreme. I mean, never had a hamburger, you know, recording a country album, supposed to be the next Bachelor. I mean, they're so big. And I just kind of wonder, but, but he's made it so far. So he's got to be playing the game. I mean, you know, I just feel like, that his loyalty could be the end of the game for him. He's not, like you said, he's not making those big moves. I mean, do you feel like his loyalty is what's in his way? Yeah, I honestly feel like that is his downfall, but I also feel like he kind of plays the, like, the beast mode character. Like, he's kind of, like, he's from, you know, 
uh, like what the South or the Midwest or something, and he's <laughs> right, playing right. that kind of I- ignorant. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm a strong guy, yeah. but I'm not really a threat. But I am a threat. And then Derek, remember when Derek told him, "Oh yeah, I can't win against you," and he bought it. He is a damn yeah. fool. Oh, yeah. He thinks that he's gonna beat Derek. I think he's crazy. I know that they don't see everything we see, but he's really his head's not in the game if he thinks he's gonna beat Derek. Do you – well, okay, now, now I've talked about this with your brother. I'm going to bring it up to you. Because you follow it really closely and everything, I'm going to let you plug your uh, Twitter handle at the end of this. But when you're, when you're dealing with this thing and you're looking at it, do you feel like maybe Derek at the end of the game when they go to the jury – now, we know a lot of stuff. Like we've talked about, we watch these live feeds and we see things. Do you think if Derek goes to the end that Derek's in trouble of the jury not thinking he's done anything – because they've only seen the Derek on the inside of the house, the Derek claiming that he's not very strong, the Derek claiming that, and really the Derek not winning anything. If he's sitting up next to Frankie or maybe even Caleb, do you think the jury looks at Derek and says, you know what, Derek, you're a nice guy, but I didn't see anything that you did in the house. They're almost blinded from, from Derek's moves. He's almost missed at them in the right way, missed at them so much that they don't even see what he's done. Do you think it's possible that you could see Derek losing because the jury's not seeing fully what he's done? See, I, I can see that a little bit, but I think also he's going to be ready. He's going to have, I did this. I manipulated like this. I can't be torn mm-hmm. around. I think he's going to be ready to go. So, yeah, yeah, there's a little worry, but, I mean, if it was like, if you said, like, UK, if it was people voting, he would win because we know, like, I believe he's the best player and he's being real sneaky. And, but, yeah, some of the players and some of the jury may not, may not realize that. And a lot of times in these kind of games, it's based off the physical strength. But really, right. like, you know, it's gotten, it's gotten so ridiculous that at this point, if Derek doesn't get to the end, I think everyone should just vote for Victoria to win. I mean, she's done nothing, but she, how did she outlast all these people? And she has more of a clue <laughs> about I, the I, game. I, you know what? I Caleb. I just think that she I just think that she is a situation where she's a guaranteed win. They all think that she's a guaranteed win. It, you know, this game has become and I and I can't fault them because you're talking about half a million dollars. I mean, if I tell you you have a half a million dollars sitting next to somebody who's probably not going to win or somebody who played just as hard as you did, you're probably going to say, "Hey, screw all that. I want the half a million. I'm going to take somebody who's weak." And I think that's the way kind of the game's being played. I think that I mean, Andy and Gina Marie, I mean, I just think that it's, it's always now somebody weak sitting next to you. I, I can't blame them. I just think Victoria is the person that's going to be guaranteed second seat. I, I just feel like that these guys are going to try to start tearing each other apart next week, and, and I think she's going to be sitting at the end. I really do. I don't think anybody's going to vote for her. I think they're jealous that she's there. I think the twist would be if she won the game, even though she did nothing. I think that would be... <laughs> The funniest ending ever to Big Brother because it hasn't been interesting this season. The people, they're just too, they're following the herd. You know, this big male alliance has kind of been hurting everyone. And, you know, when Joey was in there, like, day one, like, let's do a girl alliance, like, she got found out. And it was from the start. We knew how the season was going to go. But well, it was you kind know, of that I way. The, I think the problem with Joey, I, I didn't like Joey from the beginning. I don't even know how she became an America's Alliance. I don't believe that people voted for her. I, I just don't. But the problem with, with Joey to me was that Joey waited too late to try to do that. And I think it was when she knew she was in trouble and she became kind of toxic. And when she was walking around saying, hey, guys, let's start a Girl Girls Alliance, they were like, wait a minute. Everybody wants to send you home. I'm not in any alliance with you. And I think it was just kind of like 
she tried too late, and then she tried too hard late. I think if she'd have done it earlier and she would have worked hard early on it, I think she could have gotten it done. But I think by then, Amber and, and those girls were already a part of this bomb squad, and I just don't think it was going to work because she waited so long. It's kind of like, when I'm in trouble, that's when I need you. And people by that time had already made the decision, you're dangerous, you're poison. If I hook up with you, they're going to be after me too. It's just too late. And I think that was the biggest problem with Joey. She just waited too late to me. Um, I think I just also feel like a, lot, a lot of times, like, people, they it, either they go too fast or too slow. Like you're saying, yes. she was too slow. But a lot of yes. times in Survivor and Big Brother, people rush into the alliances, and it's like Devin, he went hardcore 100% yes. way too fast. I agree. I agree. And, and Hayden, we've talked about Hayden. Hayden's, Hayden was a slow player. I think the shame about Hayden, I think Hayden would have been a good player. And just like you just said, I have a feeling that Hayden played too slow. He waited too long, and before he could do anything, his toe was caught, and he was out the door. So I agree with you 100%. I think Hayden would have been a good player if he'd have played earlier. He just waited too long. He played, he played it too comfortable too long. Yeah, and a lot of people, I mean, it's hard because we forget, like, it's, it's a show, but you're also there all the time. You don't have any yeah. outlet. You're living with people all the time. So, sure. you know, like when those comments, you know how comments come up that people said this and that or, you know, how Frankie made a, a really nasty joke about Victoria. Like, it, it, not that I understand it, but you're there all the time. So it literally is your life, like, for that 90 days yeah. or whatever you're there. Look, I, you know what? I, uh, you know what? I, I have been guilty of talking bad about people that I'm jealous of because it makes me feel better about myself. I'm a very honest person, and I think if you're trapped in that house, you're going to do the exact same thing. I would do it. I think everybody does it. I think you do forget cameras are there all the time. I think you do forget that everybody's watching you. There's live feeders. I think there, you can't think about it all the time, or you'll never do anything. And I think it just becomes second nature that the cameras are around. And I think also because you don't have real people holding cameras around you and it's just cameras in a corner and cameras behind a two-way mirror that change your perspective when you're in the house. So I agree with you. I think that it just kind of goes right over your head after a couple of weeks and you're not quite thinking about it so much anymore. I, I agree with that 100%. But everything you say and do is, is going to be out there, you know. Yeah, and I also think, like, talking about Christine getting booed, I think it was kind of funny because all the housekeepers were like, she must have, like, really chewed us up in the diary room or something. And, it's, like, they have no idea that it was just, like, it was the coddling of the people really said that was over the line, the fact that the family was really religious, her family was really religious. I mean, if her and Tim had talked about it, uh, you can cuddle with people, you know, don't get attached or whatever. If they had decided that ahead of time and that was her strategy, I think that would be really different. Do you think that she that Cody owes Tim some type of apology? I mean, in your mind, do you think that I, – I, I feel like he doesn't really owe it. I mean, he knew better, but at the same time, he's a single guy. And, you know, the single guy doesn't have any obligation. She had the obligation, not so much Cody. But I think it would be good for Cody to kind of say, look, at the finale maybe, Tim, if you're out there, you know, look, I am so sorry that that looked like it did. I didn't have any personal, like, feelings, romantic feelings. Flirting was part of my game. Do you think that he owes Tim a somewhat of an apology, or do you think it would be a good move for him to owe one, or should he just ignore it? I think that he should, and I think he will jokingly say something at the end of the show because I think Julie Chen will ask him, yeah. and I think he'll say, sorry, Tim, or whatever, but I don't think he necessarily owes one, but I think it would be nice for him to right. do that. And I think, But it's Christine. That, it, she's the one that's married, right? 
I mean, that's right. when somebody's chief, you know, it's like, yeah, the person that knows is bad, but it's the person that's married that really is doing the cheating on the that's partner. Right. You know. That's right, because a single person has no obligation. And you know what? There's a world full of single people that, you know, will prey on married people, and you have to be strong and make that commitment. But, <clears throat> excuse me, I think Cody kind of owes somewhat of an apology. I think you're right. I think he'll do it half-jokingly. I think he's the type of guy that really can't be serious. And I think he'll say it just kind of in passing. Um, but, you know, I'm going to be interested. I think Julie Chen's going to ask him about it. I think it's going to become a topic. It already is a topic. She's going to ask him. Uh, but... Let me ask you this before I let you go, because I do have to move up. Who is the two that you want at the end? If you look at who's – and I mean, uh, seriously, if you look at who is at the end of this game, who are the two that you want to see at the end? Well, I definitely want to see Derek. Um, right. I honestly – I feel like all the others are kind of idiots, to be honest. Like, I, I think that you asked me in the beginning, closer to the beginning, I would have said Frankie and Derek. But I yep. just think Frankie has blown up his game. I think he's blown up his game. He's made when he announced that he was Ariana Grande's sister. I mean, brother. It was just it was. It, it seemed like you know what? I, I feel the exact same way. I really uh, you know what? And I got hated for it, but I stand by. I liked Frankie. I, let me rephrase that. I liked Frankie's game from beginning up until the big fight where he revealed everything, and he seemed like he turned into a real jerk after that. I I liked yeah. his game all the way up to that point. But here's the thing: to me. If I have to look at who's the two most deserving, I'm with you. I like Derek. I think Derek is a great player uh, for this season. But I think Frankie is the other guy that really deserves to be there more than anybody else, not because of his financial background. If you take that out of it, he has survived. And I mean, he's been the target for three weeks, if we really look at this. He's been a target for three weeks and has been able to win POVs, stay into HOHs. He's, compet- he's very competitive. He's been able to compete very hard. I got to be honest, you know, if you put Frankie and Derek up there and you look at just their game, I think it's going to be a tough part for the jury. I really do. But I think Frankie's probably the second most deserving to be up there, as much as I hate to say it, because Caleb's really not, and I don't see Cody, and of course Victoria, I don't feel like should be there. So it's going to be interesting. Those are the two I think that will be there. Is your prediction for the winner, before I let you go, prediction for the winner, is it going to be Derek or are we going to be surprised? I think it's going to be Derek. I think they'd be an idiot. They, he, they'd be an idiot if he lifted it all out there. And then, oh, it's, you know, I definitely think it's going to be Derek. I think I'll be really, I'll be the only twisty twist if he doesn't win. Um, uh, so. I, I agree with that. All right, now, plug real quick. And I, uh, uh, next, tell um, Mr. California we're going to get him next time. Now, tell me real quick what your Twitter handle is. We've got a lot of listeners. Well, they'll, they'll follow you, I'm sure. What's your Twitter handle so people can follow you on your Big Brother stuff? Okay, my Twitter handle is I am Dandy, I A M D A N D I. All right, I am Dandy. Folks, go check her out. She's going to have some scoops for you. She likes to talk about Big Brother, and that we all do. I'm going to follow her, so you guys should follow her. Folks, we'll be right back. Thank you so much, Miss California. We've got to go to commercial. Tell your brother so much. We appreciate him as well, and we're going to get you. I'd like to hear from you in the future, too, okay? So maybe next week if I can get you all both on. I'd like to do that. If I knew that, I could, I could probably get, on you, get, get you guys on a little earlier, and I could have you both on. So we'll try to do that on the next show. Does that sound fair? Sure. All right. Hey, appreciate you guys, the Californians. That's what I'm going to call you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Whoa, whoa, We're going to go commercial. <laughs> We're going to go commercial. Uh, the Californians always great. Hey, and we got a new Californian. You can't beat that. Hey, I love California people. I live on the East Coast, but, hey, you can't, you can't deny the West Coast. 
Those guys are great. So I appreciate them calling in. And I tell you what, if I can get on, if I knew uh, Miss California was going to call in, uh, I'll go earlier next week and uh, I'll get them both on if they want to do that. So anyway, all right, stay tuned, folks. I got to hurry, but we got the one and only Miss Chicago coming up. I got to get to her because you know that's my little sidekick. So we got to do it. Hey, we'll be back, folks. Stay tuned. If you get in an accident, your car or truck got hit. If you get in an accident. Your car or truck got hit, just do it, do it, do it, do it. Call us now, don't be lame. Call us now, 411-PAIN, right now, don't be lame. 1-800-411-PAIN. My neck, my back, my car just got smacked. My neck, my back, my windshield just got cracked. Call from home, hospital, or accident scene. Remember, after 911, call 411. My windshield just got cracked. 1-800-411-PAIN is a lawyer referral service and non-attorney spokesperson. It may not mean nothing to job, but understand nothing was done for me. So I don't plan on stopping at all. I want this shit forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine. Shutting shit down in the mall. And selling that girl, she the one for me. And I ain't even planning to call. I want this shit forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine. Last name ever, first name greatest. Like a sprained ankle, boy, ain't nothing to play with. Started off local, but thanks to all the haters, I know G4 pilots on a first name basis. In your city faded off the ground. Nino, she insists she got more class. We know, swimming in the money, come and find me, Nemo, if I was at the club, you know I ball, chemo, dropped a mixtape, that shit sounded like an album, who'd have thought a countrywide tour would be the outcome, labels want my name beside an ex like Malcolm, everybody got a deal, I did it without one, yeah, nigga, I'm about Alright, we're back, hey, you can't, you can't beat Drake, hey, and the pain commercial's the best, I don't even remember, you know, I'm supposed to give out numbers and stuff. You know what? We're almost at the end of the season. They can live without it. All right. So we got to get going because we're already rolling behind. And I want to get to my favorite person, uh, one of my favorite people. You know, you don't want to be direct about that. But, hey, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. I'm just going to go out and say it. Everybody, please welcome Miss Chicago. I miss Chicago. You made me nervous. You called in a little late on me, and I got nervous. I, I went a little long because talking. because I thought we were going on until Wednesday. We're going, yeah. That was the decision. We're going to go to Wednesday, start next week. It's going to be Wednesday nights from here on out. Because we're just going to do the 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 uh, the, uh, the, uh, the live eviction show is the one we're going to follow from here on because the cast is getting down. But I'm so glad you called because, you know what, I'm watching tonight. I'm seeing Jeff and Jordan. I'm seeing this huge moment. And all I can think about is, I bet Miss Chicago's eating this up. Tell me how great you feel seeing the two you favorite did. people in the house ever am, get engaged. Did you, did you get my email I sent you? I was like, <laughs> I did. 
They are my best friends in my head. I, I said it to you because you, you went to football, and your wife is all emotional and fine. I'm with her on this one, boo-boo. I am done with you. I am done with you. You know I was dying and gagging over here. You know I was I know dying. You were. Oh, my God. And it wasn't even sassy. It was like, okay, she wasn't like all over the top and dramatic like uh, Rachel would have been. She was just like so cool about it. Absolutely. 
Did you see her sweaty, oily face today when Derek was telling her, you said it's almost embarrassing how easy it is to just make her feel good. She was like, if I didn't slip and, and hurt my ankle and fall 15 times, I could have won that competition. What? I mean, what do you mean right now? I mean, what do y'all this think that I'm not big, seeing? Like, this group is pretty delusional. I mean, I don't think anybody can argue. I mean, Frankie's delusional, Caleb's delusional, Cody's delusional. Uh, Derek's, Derek's, Derek knows what's going on everywhere. I think Derek, Derek is not delusional. Is he knows everything. Listen to me. The Derek ma- is going to the bathroom, holding his nuts every night, going, oh, my God. This cannot be this easy. That's what Derek is doing. And yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. And at this point, it's like if we're starting to say that Frankie is a good place, yes, he does. I would say Frankie this. He wins competitions. Yes, he does. And you know what I love about you, Lou? I thought about you earlier. I said if any moment we didn't like the replay button, because I was on my way to the mountains and we lost the <laughs> signal up in the mountains, I said I'm so damn happy for that damn button. Hit it. Move it hard and sit on that shit. Hit it. Yes. Oh, my God. Had, had it been Derek, we would have been so let down. We would have said, no, don't hit it. It is Frankie. Everybody says, hit that damn button. Let's rewind. <laughs> We're so damn phony. We 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 are a hot mess. We never ask. We are a hot mess. Yeah, it's the it's truth, so, though. I mean, you know, I could lie and say it was a bad move, but man, I was happy when they hit that button. <laughs> yeah, we're a mess, Sam. Isn't that awful for us to be big brothers? Hey, you know what? I don't. Uh, um, I don't front. It is what it is. You know, I. I, I, I if Derek had won it. If Derek had wanted, I'd have said, please don't hit it. If Frankie wanted, I was like, oh, please hit the hell out of it. Knock it down. I mean, hit it as hard as you can. Because like I said, sit on that damn thing. Shit, sit your ass yeah. on it. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, let me ask you this. Now that it's reset, let's just, and, and I'm going to play the same game with you that I play with the other caller. Let's oh, say God. that, well, let's say that, uh, let's say Frankie wins HOH again. Let's say he puts the same people oh, up God. and everything happens the exact same way. Who do you oh. think Derek and, and, and uh, Caleb get rid of? Well, I don't think Derek wants to get rid of Victoria. You remember we said this time, we had this conversation about it's going to come down to me, it's coming down to Frankie and Derek playing against each other. Because right. Frankie messed up when he got rid of Zach, okay? That's true. Truth be told. I think, I, I think they're going to save Victoria. Which is sad to say I'm repulsed by saying that. It's making my throat, like, hurt and restricted. But I think, ugh. They're going to save her. What do you think? I think that Cody, I mean, to be honest with you, here's the problem with having Victoria too long. Me and you have said this before. The problem with having Victoria too long is that you almost feel like it's a waste when she goes because there's so many bigger, bigger people to go after right now. But if you don't go after her, she goes to the end, and nobody wants to see her sitting there. Let's be honest. No viewer really wants to see Victoria there. At the end of the day... I think, either, I, I think Victoria's that safe second. I agree with you. I think she's a second-place nominee for every one of them. I think they're all thinking the same thing. If I can get her to the end, I'll win. I think they're all thinking the same thing, and I think Victoria's going to be safe. And I'll be honest with you, I'm okay with seeing Cody go. I kind of want to see Cody go. Cody's been a dead rock. I mean, yeah, he won competitions at the end, but at the end of the day, you know, he had, a, like, what, a, a 20% chance to win. He's like one in six people versus one in 16. He didn't do anything when the house was larger. I, you know, I'm okay with him going home. I don't want to see him at the end at all. This is the whole thing him. about this season that I think a lot of new viewers have, who just started watching Big Brother maybe a couple of seasons ago don't realize. 
this is the worst case scenario for a Big Brother fan because it comes yeah. down to you don't want any of them to win, other than Derek maybe. But Derek, you know what his downfall is? He didn't do anything. And you know what, to be honest, and I hate to say this, and this does sound so bad as much as you saying that you like Frankie's gameplay and you didn't watch Jeff and Jordan get engaged because you watched football. <laughs> this is even worse than that. I would love to see Victoria win against Derek. I think that would be Oh, that seems to be popular right now. That seems I, to be a popular state. You know why? Because this dude didn't do anything, even put himself out there, not one time. And I hate to say it, it won't say he's such a good player. Against who? It's like you're going to a nursery school with babies. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If somebody, let's say Caleb puts up Derek and Derek is his target and Derek goes home next week, at that point does Caleb become one of the better players because he made the biggest move at that point? No, no, he's become a better player. No. That doesn't make him a good player. I think that, okay, this is what I think Big Brother does, and I, I just want to put this out here for all people that are listening to here. What is this thing about big moves? I'm going to make a big move. It's time to make a big move. When is this big move going to happen? So well, don't you, you think, like well, hold on. But the, well, hold on. Don't you think the biggest move, I mean, the biggest move of the, of the season is getting rid of Derek? I mean, I don't see how there's a bigger move than getting I, rid of Derek. Derek has controlled everything in the house. would love if Derek went home. That's the, God, you know what would be funny if it was uh, – Kayla, Frankie, and Victoria. Let's see Derek went home and Cody went home. That would, you know what? This is how bad the season is. Now, think back to about eight weeks ago. We would never have this conversation. This is how bad the season never. is. Like I said, the parent crackers to bread. It's like, well, yeah. I, get, I get butter with my bread? If I get butter with it, I'll take the bread. I think it's going right. to, wouldn't that be hilarious for us as fans to see? Kayla's crazy. Ass and Frankie and Victoria. Oh, you know, Atlanta. I could see. That I can honestly awesome. see Caleb awesome. up there talking to people about giving him the vote. I could see Caleb at the end telling people vote for me because I did this, this, and this. I could totally see. Him, listen, he can take him hunting in Kentucky. You know, this is a big thing now. He, <laughs> right. He, he was he was losing his mind. And he's like, he's having a birthday party. He wants everyone to come in New York. And uh, I was like, what? I don't know. That was, you I know what I about, want? Caleb I might want be. Caleb Victoria. That's why I uh, want. Caleb might be one of the inter- most interesting winners ever because you know that Caleb's not going to shut up when the season's over. He's going to keep tweeting. He's going to keep putting YouTube videos out there of him singing. It's not going to end. We're going to get overloaded with Caleb at the end of the day. I think when he gets out, especially if he wins, we're never going to hear the end of Caleb. He'll always be around. But you know what I like about him? His craziness doesn't stop. He really is crazy. See, Frankie is <laughs> and Derek. No, think about it. Frankie and Derek know. They know he's so delirious that in his mind, he is legendary. He is so freaking out there that I would love to see him win. I would love to see him win. And I'm putting it out to folks. I'll put it tomorrow on. I would love to see Caleb win <laughs> against Derek. I would. I love because it. Because crazy, you know, it's almost like when you have a bad child that's bad at, at school but not bad at home. That's not a bad child because they right. know not to cross that boundary. Caleb is crazy. Like, he seriously is. And you can tell he gets really worked up because his teeth get all rashy and red. Yeah, that's really cray-cray. 
that's like cray cray boom boom out there. Tiki tiki boom boom. boom. I love it. My favorite thing, my favorite moment with Caleb is like last weekend or last week when he was telling, I don't know who he was talking to. He was talking to somebody. He was talking to him about how he's a real good, he's a real good tell. he can tell, he can read people really well. (laughs) I was thinking, you're the worst reader of people on the planet, dude. Like Amber went on for months trying to get rid of you. (laughs) Did you see? I think you were on the radio. Did you see what he was talking about? Uh, all the stuff he brought up about Donnie. It was so crazy. Oh, my God. Serious. He was serious as a heart attack. He was. Do you think, I mean, would you would you be surprised at the end of the day at the finale, let's say that, that Caleb makes it to the end, would you be surprised at all if you found out that he lied on purpose about everything just to see how far he could go with it? I mean, it seems like he would tell us in the diary room that he's lying about things. But I would be so shocked if he just came out, and I would laugh my ass off if he came out and said, yeah, I was okay. lying about all kinds of stuff. I didn't even serve in the military. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he's lying. I think he believes he's done all these things. That's what I love about him. I do, too. I really do. I think he has. And Derek, I, yes, we've read them. Yes, we've read them. He believes all the – this is why he can pass a lie detector test, because he believes all his delusional things in his mind. Like, I don't think he's smart enough. Honestly, have you watched him by himself when they were locked down today in Big Brother after dark last night and they were locked down? He was losing it. And he was putting all these, tw- I mean, he was like, he, oh, it was embarrassing. I'm like, yeah. oh, you go to bed, drink some hot chocolate. What are you doing? He's talking to the camera. He's, like, getting frustrated with himself. And, no, I don't think he would ever tell. It's just it was all the game. If he did, I would drop dead. If I'm sitting here back for him broke, I would drop dead. Do you hear me? Drop dead. I would all over. Because I don't think he's that smart. I think he believes everything that he's saying. And that's what I love about him. I would love him to win over Derek and Victoria to win over Derek, not Frankie. I would love for to me. To, to me, it sounds like you were ready for this whole season to blow up. You're ready for this whole season just to go into absolute chaos and anarchy. Because it's been a bad season. That's what it sounds like to me. And it just didn't happen. I'm still yeah. waiting for it. I'm, I think they go to the diary room and they get scripted, you know, say this and say that because it sounds good. Oh, Victoria is so delusional. She was like, I'm still here. And Derek was like, oh, yeah, look at you. You'll be legendary because you're the last female in season 16. And she was smiling so happy. And I'm like, oh, my God, Derek, stop. She's so easy. Like, yeah, she's so easy, though. Let me ask you this, though, before we, before we wrap up, because I want to get your opinion, and I've asked it before. Do you think that Cody owes Christine's husband an apology? I think that he owes, I think, you know what, that's because I was listening to you earlier, and I've been on the fence with this for a long time because she knew exactly what she was doing. I understand yeah. you get caught up in a moment because you have cameras, and I told Sam this. Uh, I said, you know what, honey, you have to realize they're, in this, they're sequestered all these months. We're not talking about weeks and days. We're talking about months. And they do get comfortable not realizing the cameras are there, but you know what? It's them living their lives because they get comfortable. I think that he, I think he's embarrassed. I think that what what Frankie said to him kind of stung him a little bit when she got booed or whatever. I think that he, how can you say apologize to her husband when she's the one who's married and not him? So you don't think he owes, you don't think he, 
you don't think he really owes him any kind of hey man you know I'm sorry I, that I wasn't I wasn't romantically you know interested in your wife I, you know what I mean like it was part of my game I made a mis- you know I shouldn't have done it with her I should have realized that she was married and I apologize you don't think he owes that at all you know what to be honest with you Sam I was I, I honestly listened to you and I you know I value your opinion and stuff I honestly think that she owes her husband an apology and she I does. think that she does out of respect maybe he owes I, I can't even say that because that's being phony. I think he got caught up in a moment and it was very flirtatious and it was very to him comfortable. It was just them in the house. Mm. She, he didn't marry her husband. She married her husband. I don't care what you if you took your ass on that show, you know good and doggone well boundaries you would not cross with your wife sitting there watching you. You know you wouldn't do that. Oh yeah. And yeah, so absolutely, I think absolutely. that she crossed those boundaries. And I can't see how he owes her husband any damn thing. She married her husband, not him. He went on that show as a single man. I don't think it was inappropriate as far as sexual. I don't even, I've never seen him kissing nothing like that, but Kylie and all that, comfort, you know, being comfortable with each other. I think that he did, I think it wasn't even for game. I think he got comfortable with her because she was, think, you know, I think, I think, you can, I think there's an emotional I think there's an emotional connection where you can cheat emotionally. I think you can. I think you can be so involved with somebody emotionally. Yeah, right. I think that's worse than social because it becomes more intimate because it's not sexual, and that's when you that's get sick. Right. You right. know what I'm I saying? Mean, that's oh, when you yeah, talk. absolutely. So absolutely. I think that she had to deal with her consequences. She went there, and she knew what she was doing, and I think she got very comfortable. I think he got comfortable with her not thinking about her being married. She didn't come there saying, hey, I'm married, I love my husband, because she, Jacasa didn't do that, you know, and she was married. So I think that she put herself out there, and all these people, oh, my God, give her a break. No, no, ma'am, no breaks for me, because I'm a woman, and I don't care if I'm on a big brother, I would never disrespect my man. I'm not even married that way. I just wouldn't do it. So honestly, I have to, I hate to say this, but I don't think he owes her husband any damn thing. I think she does. Yeah, I, 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 can't, want, I can't agree with that. I think I she did. I heard that she didn't want to go to the uh, to the jury house. I think she wanted to go home. When she, she did. Uh, the rumor is, yeah, the rumor is from a very reliable source that, hey, you know, when she got out of there, she was so distraught from all the booze that she just wanted to go home, and Big Brother basically mm-hmm. told her, you go home, honey, you don't get a check. And I believe that she did go to the jury house because she wasn't going to get any money. I mean, you, you get $1,000 a week. She was at 10 weeks. That's $10,000. Then you're going right. to get an extra $300, I think, a week to go to the jury house, three or $400. Right. So <clears throat> that's a lot of money left on the table. I mean, you're talking, you get into $14,000, $15,000. I, I mean, you, you do need to probably go home and correct your marriage, but you've already done the damage. And one of the things to help is to bring home a $15,000 check. Hell yeah. <laughs> It can help. <laughs> that helps a little bit. That helps a little bit. Absolutely. But so I, you know, I, she didn't want to go. She didn't want to go to the jury house. You know, I think they they told her, look, you go, you break the contract. We don't we don't owe you any money. And I think that changed everything. Um, but you know, I was happy to see her go. But that whole situation was uncomfortable. I think Cody looked genuinely shocked when it was brought to his yeah, attention. I, think I don't. So think, I don't think he realized. I don't think he realized that there was another person involved that was getting hurt. I just think that because I think it was part of his game. That, I think he was honest. I think that it was part of his game, but I think he generally cared about her too, because you mm-hmm. don't just like Derek did. Like he kind of crossed the line a little bit, but not as much as Cody and her. 
And I think that he's looking back now saying, oh, but you know what? That's life. Such is life. You make mistakes and you have to live with regret. And that's what she's dealing with right now. And I don't think he owes her husband a damn thing. I think she does. She made that choice to get close with him. Like I said, there's other people in that house that were married, and I'm kind of, like, perturbed by Frankie having these inappropriate relationships, sleeping in the bed with these, who the hell, what three men do you know sleep in the bed together? Like, that's crazy to me. But yeah. they don't bring that up, and he's standing in judgment of, of Christina and, and um, you know, Cody. I'm like, what about you? What you're doing? You know, so it's just kind yeah. of odd. Look, like I, don't, I, think, I think the point is, too, and I want to clarify for people that I agree with you, I don't, you know, if Frankie had found love in the house and he had found somebody that he, and they had a relationship and they were sleeping, I don't have any problem with that, but it is something where it's a little overboard, where every man in the house is getting flirted with or every man in the house is getting touched or every man in the house is being, it was being, you know, crawled into bed with because it's Frankie. And I do think, I agree with you, I do think Frankie has gone way overboard in that scenario. Yes. I think Frankie has caused damage to himself by being that, not really promiscuous because he's not having sex with him, but with his emotionally, I think he's I think he's over attached to all the men in the house, and I think that is uncomfortable. And I would say this, although they do seem that they they do seem to be okay with it, I'm not so sure that because of last season and things that were said last season, and things that were mentioned and brought up that were you know off color and, and wrong, that a lot of these guys backed off of saying anything about being uncomfortable and saying you know what. I would prefer just to go ahead and just go through this season, get out of this place, because I think if they would have said something about it, I think it probably they were probably afraid that they were going to get some of the black backlash of being maybe homophobic or you know what I mean. I think yeah. last season kind of messed people up from being honest. I mean, those guys were way over honest and they were wrong. But I think this year with Frankie being all over all the men, I think if it hadn't happened last year, I think more of the guys would have said, "I'm not comfortable." I could be wrong. I just, yeah, I just think that they would have said I'm uncomfortable. But I think that they felt like they maybe had to go along with it because they didn't want to be viewed as they were last year. I agree 100%. And one, one I have to touch on this note before we, we uh, let each other go. I was kind of yeah. upset when um, Frankie made the inappropriate thing about Victoria and, you know, them gangbanging her or whatever. The rape. And her yeah, movie. the rape. Yeah, the gang rape situation. Derek, yeah. that Derek didn't speak up. Because I don't care how much money is on the table. Your integrity is intact. You have a daughter and you have a wife. And that was mm. insulting because what if someone said that about his sister? I thought that right. was, I mean, that was shocking to me. And I actually went on YouTube to see it because, you know, the last couple of weeks I didn't see the show. And um, when I went on YouTube and I, he actually was, like, making gestures about how they should do it. And, like, I mean, it was shocking to me. And, and for, for them, people, not one man stood up and said, hold up, dude, you're crossing the line now. It's one thing, you know, to flirt with us or whatever. You know, we're men. We could take it. But for him to say those comments about Victoria, for what reason? For what reason? For people, and that's what I said about Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, for, no, no, no. I'm just saying for people who weren't aware of what happened, basically, there was a joke made by, by Frankie. Frankie and son, I think the other guys were kind of in on it. Not Derek, but I think Caleb had mentioned something about it, too where they were joking around about gang raping, <coughs> gang raping Victoria, I guess because they assumed that she is a virgin and whatnot. And they were making a joke out of it. And it, was taste, it was tasteless. It was off-color. It was awful. It was very bad. And any, 
any parent of hers or any relative of hers that were wa- that were watching the live feeds to watch their daughter play a game probably were absolutely sickened from the inside out by seeing people talk about their daughter that way. And that's what Miss Chicago is referencing, and I agree with her 100%. Go ahead. I just want to tell people that's what we're talking about. That's what happened in the house. That Frankie was the main person that was bringing up gang rape in Victoria so that she could lose her virginity, and they were making a joke out of it. It was, it was just bad. It was just bad. It's like, have we come to a place in our society where you joke about rape and it's funny? Like, that's weird to me. That was really, it really threw me off. It really did. It made me really, I don't know, it just, it, it really bothered me a lot because I had to watch myself and see, you know, links all over the Internet, of course, you could see, but to see yeah. and, and make a joke about that. And maybe it is because, like, you know, they call cabin fever. You get delusional in that house, you're, you're locked down and, you know, you do kind of go stir crazy, but that to me spoke a lot of volume of his personality and who he is. When he said this, the thing about, you know, uh, F America, I don't care what y'all think, like this narcissism that comes out of him is so repulsive to me. And it's like, well, we have an opportunity. Go ahead. Well, no, I mean, the thing that bothered me the most, and I'm on board with you, the thing that bothered me the most about him, besides some of the things that he said, even about Donnie, but. What really bothered me the most is when they lost that competition when it was about saving Donnie or putting on a play, and the play was stupid. Right. It was dumb. It was not. Right. It was. You didn't even have to look. We want to see you earn five thousand dollars. We're not going to just give it to you. And he threw a little right. bit of a fit because the play was his idea, right. and he basically said, "Well, people are people. America voted against it because they weren't ready. They, they're homophobic, basically." They're not ready That's to see a man dressed up. That's not true at all. That was very That's insulting. not true at all. That was very insulting. No, not at all. No, that's insulting. And to I think when Donnie got evicted and he was emotional and he said his feelings were hurt, that really bothered me because he had to sit in the house. People said, oh, he didn't, he needed to go. He didn't play the game. He tried. He said sitting up with these people, you know, till 4 o'clock in the morning was not conducive to him because all they talk about was inappropriate stuff that he could relate to. So what well, was the point well, of sitting up all night with these people? And when he tried to say that. No, you're right. People can say that, but at the end of the day, if people want to know where they were at at four or five o'clock, talking to talk, four or five o'clock in the morning, talking about game, they were in the HOH room with the locked door where they wouldn't have let Donnie in. So people who say that are, are completely wrong. People that were yeah, talking about I game agree. and getting in with all these people, they were up in the HOH room, locked in the HOH room, talking about game while Donnie was locked out. I, I and mean, he, staying up with another. Imagine how he yeah. felt sitting on the outside. On the outside cheering up because he's like, there's no way you can reach these people. They didn't want nothing to do with him, and he tried, but it didn't work, and I was so glad to see Christina Lee, so happy to see her leave. She was shocked. She was embarrassed when she got booed, and I think that Frankie needs to get a touch of, he needs to feel that heat too. He needs to feel that wrath because I think he's out of control. I think that he's completely sick. He owns this game. Yes, he is good at competition, but you know what, at the end of the day, look at yourself as a person, though. Like, as a person, I would rather, like Donnie, leave with integrity and honor than to stay in that house and lose my soul for money. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, no, I that's going to take most of it anyway. And that's very insulting to me. And like I said, a lot of the new people that watch the show don't understand. That's what I love about Jordan and Jeff tonight when you look at football is that the montage they did, yes, I'm, you know I'm giving you hell. I know you're guilty of me. Every week. You should feel. I'm thinking you're going you're gonna to call me like, oh, boy, you excited? Yes, Sam, I am. No. Yeah, it was football. Anyway, your wife's all emotional. 
I'm on the Oh, track. man. Anyway, oh, you can pass this one. But anyway, I think that watching their season and watching them, you know, form a friendship. And, and Jeff, you know, he was not a good player, but he stood true to himself. And you have yeah. to admit that. That man didn't play. And he let people know, I'm going after you because you came after me. Have you seen any competition, or any, no, uh, eviction, other than I think one with Donnie when he voted for Jocasta this day or whatever, I think it was like the only competition when they uh, voted people out that was not unanimous. The only time this season. That's unheard of a big brother. It is. A, and you know what? That's I, Okay, Corey, what's think, up, boy? No, you're right. And, and I, think, I think there's something endearing about two types of people that play this game. When you have somebody who's honest, a good person, who's playing the game, Jeff, Jordan, Donnie, when you have good people playing the game, you tend to cheer for them because they're good people. But I think it's endearing when people are honest about themselves. I'm just as uh, – I appreciate somebody just as much who stands there and says, look, I'm going to lie, cheat, and steal. Just so you know ahead of time, I'm lying, cheating, and stealing through this game to win it, and that's how I'm going to play it. I appreciate somebody who's just true and says that and doesn't say one thing in the diary room and then does something completely different when they go out in the house. You know what I mean? I don't want somebody to be play like they're kind and then go out in the house and be a, a ruthless person. And I agree. That's what makes you mad with all these votes being five to one, eight to. I mean, no, I'm sorry, not to one, eight to zero, eleven to zero. I mean, ten. I mean, really? Yeah. Really? I mean, that's so embarrassing because they're just there. They're just only we can't. Derek said tonight he was like, "I'm shocked she just handed me. She'd rather me when the money than her." Because she yeah. just likes his compliment. That's embarrassing. Look, oh, yeah. I miss mean, the days of people flipping uh, votes. I mean, people used to go into the voting booth and they used to flip votes, let somebody else yeah. take the blame for it. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was a good that, time. That was the yeah. funnest ever. It's like, well, who flipped? We'll figure it out tonight and we'll fight all night about it. And I love that's right. those, like, that's when they had alcohol. They have had alcohol this season. We yeah. had alcohol. Yeah, I think they, they, for some reason, I heard that there were some people that, I know that, I know you're probably going to get, but I know Frankie apparently is a recovering alcoholic, and I know Derek has said that he's got some issues with alcohol. I don't know what they are, but apparently Derek has some issues with alcohol, so the house was kind of like, it's cool if we don't drink this season. So well, I think there was know. some talk Give about a shot. But don't get on the damn shoulder. I want to see people turn up and get ignorant <laughs> and act the damn fool. What the hell? I hear you. I don't want to drink. You. you know what? Stay your ass at home. You know what, Sam? We need to make this work out. We need to do casting for next season. Okay. Hey, I'm for that. We need to make something happen because I would love to sit behind that table, give me five minutes with one person. Nope. Yeah. Pass. Nope. Pass. You see what I'm saying? I need people with issues. I need people that like to drink. <laughs> I want people to make bad decisions. <laughs> That's right. I want them to the damn house. Oh, I don't want to drink anymore because I used to make that. No, no, no. Okay, pass by. Boop. Press the pass button. Next. <laughs> Me and you sit behind the table. And a couple of other friends that we, you know, we connect with. All, and it, yes, we need, to, we need to have a part of the process of getting people. I think it would help a lot. I actually think it would help a lot. I got to cut and I got to run, but. Hey, listen, I'm going to see you Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. I better see you Wednesday night. I know I will, but i got to tell you, I need you Wednesday night. Um, no. Because we're going to have the No, you better send me a apology for not watching Jeff and Jordan get engaged because, you know, that was my moment. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll tell you what. 
I'll give you my personal guarantee, and my wife will verify. I will go back. I've got. I record Big Brother. It's on my DVR. I'll go back and I'll watch it in completion before the next show. Okay. And I'm gonna let her cry it out. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it if I see you Wednesday. I'll do it. <laughs> you owe us. You know I do. I do. How dare you? <laughs> I'll watch it. I'm gonna go back. I'll watch. It. I'll probably do it tonight. I'll watch the segment. I'll tell you. We'll come back Wednesday, and you can even quiz me. I'll I'll, I'll have it all ready to go. <laughs> Chicago. All right, well, stick it out with Janet. I've been here all season with you. I'm also sticking out with you, but I'm mad at you. You better stick you it out with me. Huh? I know you do. You better stick it out with me. I need you. You know that. I know. I'm going to stick it out with you. I'm, I'm patient. Sitting here listening to all my little flavors. All right. Damn. We're going to see you. We're going to see you next, uh, next Wednesday, actually, at 10. Don't forget Wednesday at 10. And uh, we'll be talking about the live eviction and the rewinds uh, Wednesday. Oh, that's gonna be amazing! I can't wait. <laughs> I can't either because I think they're. I really think that they're gonna do it like a, almost like a double eviction. I think when they do the rewind, I think they're gonna do everything. They're gonna do the HOHPOV nominations all in the same night, I believe. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. So Wednesday's gonna be a fun night. All right. And oh, all right. I have to put this out there. Y'all having another boy? I'm happy for y'all. Y'all having another boy? Yep. Yep. Another Told boy. my father for his 70th birthday yesterday. He was very excited. So. Yep, we are going to have a boy. Everything's healthy. We're very, very excited. We're we're going to be broke, but we're excited. Who cares? That's right. That's right. Hey, I appreciate you, Miss Chicago. I appreciate you too, Sam. Love you to right, we'll you. Love you too. We'll see you Wednesday. All right, boo. Bye. Bye bye. You know I had to get Miss Chicago in there. She's my sidekick. I love her to death. She's our show correspondent. That's what I call her. She's a show correspondent. She's the person that comes on. And she breaks it down, and she's realistic, and she's honest, and that's what I love about her. She's become one of my one of my friends, and I and I appreciate her so much. Listen, folks, I'm going to cut out, but Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern, we'll be warning you, we'll be preparing you throughout the week for this because we're going to have to move days, um, and obviously, you know why we're going to have to do it. So we're going to move days to Wednesday. We're only going to be doing Wednesday nights. So we hope to see everybody back again. It's going to be fun. We're going to just start doing live eviction shows. It's going to be a blast. It's just gotten down in the numbers to the house where it makes more sense for us to go Wednesday night. So we will see you Wednesday night, 10 o'clock, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been a blast. Thank you to my friends, the Californians, uh, and also, of course, Miss Chicago, one of the greats. Thanks so much, guys. Enjoy it. Have a safe week. We'll see you on Wednesday, okay? Be good to each other. Watching me, watching me, watching me.